This is a honky tonk man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... And I hope you've got your pre-podcast cocktail for this episode prepared. Ooh, yeah. Bunch of crushed pills <laughs> on a TV tray. You're in a seedy motel. Sweaty clothes are hung by the radiator. Oh, yeah. You're wearing a shirt but nothing else, so you look like a weird baby. Or you're trying to wean off drugs and the honky-tonk man gets you to start again <laughs> and he brags about it. Is that is that true? That happened, yes. He was trying. He's like, no, man, I'm going clean and honky-tonk way, man. Marty, we both know you're going to smoke this joint. <laughs> smoke the fucking joint. And he did. I would never listen to what Wayne Ferris tells me ever. I mean, I know a couple of things. One, Trump is cool. Elizabeth is a whore. He is the most, he, when you got paid $50 for shoot interviews, he viewed that as, well, if I get all of them, <laughs> I could make nearly $100 a month. <laughs> Marty Gennetti. No worries. Plug that phone in, baby. We got a long way ahead of us. Marty Jannetty is one of the great sad sacks of wrestling. He, he really is. When we last spoke to you, he had just been flung through a window. That flinging was to fling him into upper mid-card success as a great utility worker for the WWF. In upper a program, mid-card. Upper mid-card. Him and Shawn Michaels were supposed to go immediately into a program. Uh-huh. Marty Jannetty, Shawn Michaels. That is stalled. For upwards of a fucking year. Uh-huh. They break up before WrestleMania 8. Yes. We do not get a build to that match until the Royal Rumble before WrestleMania 9. I thought The implications being, of course, Shawn Michaels has been beating Sherry Martel and Marty Jannetty ironically does not like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could beat him in private, Shawn. Not on camera. I, I think it works. Unless, she, think unless it works. she's your wo- unless she's your wife, you keep your hands in your pockets. <laughs> Here's why I think that worked, John, is because you didn't see angles like that on WWF television very often, like with the going through the plate glass window and the color and shit. So yeah, have them go for a couple, like a year or whatever. Like I mean, they had him. They were gonna make him come out for a couple months. Um, and then he just uh, elongated that with his massive pill problem. Massive pill problem, and that means cocaine. Sniff, sniff. And the best thing about watching their match, the first match match back at the Rumble, is that Shawn Michaels has completely evolved. Like he's a heartbreak kid. He's like a violent heel. Um, he has this way about him where he's really grown in the year that he's been apart from Marty. And you can see... Keep in mind, within six months of that match, he is wrestling Bret Hart for the WWF Championship. They put him in a main event. It's not a good main event. It's because... No, it's one of those things where it's like... They lack people and they need someone. Yeah. But it's still like... It's still the main event. It still closes Survivor Series of that year. And that's the thing. He's he's in that position where you soft... You put him soft into the main into the main event, like and the way you put your dick into a woman, soft, <laughs> and then it grows Not and true. she dies because it's too big inside of her. What? Yeah, I call my dick 
the cake because I put it in soft and then it puffs up. Oh, fuck you. Puffy. Oh, it puff, puff, puffed. It puffy, puffy, puff, puffed. So here's what he does. He goes into WCW. What the fuck are you doing with my phone? Nothing. He go. you fucking don't do that. No, you get your fucking hands off my phone. <laughs> oh, uh, Dylan was about to let the world know that he loves jizz. He can't live without <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't like it. Li- I, I do like it. Um, <laughs> we should start off. Basically, Janetti starts like right around the same time as Michael's, and he's always in tag teams. Like he's always, that, tag team, he's always a tag team wrestler. Um, he's, in a, he's in a couple tag teams in Kansas City before he meets Michael's. Apparently, they only ta- teamed once together before Janetti actually asked. Vern Gagne wanted a Rockers as tag team and then asked Janetti who should be his partner, and he recommends Michael's. Basically, flash frame to obviously the barbershop incident. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flash frame to the barbershop incident. I totally forgot why he wasn't on WWF television for a while. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Sorry. That's what I was looking up. Because it, this is the whole thing with Janetti. It's like, basically, it's like, uh, is it kind of like the boy who cried, not the boy who cried wolf, but it's like, he has so often been the drug problem. And like, it's good for Michaels that he kind of went through his huge fucking cokehead phase. At least cokehead. Like, I think here's the difference between Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti, I think, is... Shawn Michaels was a functioning drug addict mm-hmm. and still had ideas and like ways he wanted to forward his character and who he was. Whereas Marty Jannetty just was like, yeah, like you said, like, I went right out in the morning. This is fucking sick. Yeah. So none of you are my mom who beats me up. So let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and Jannetty also, like, if you want to talk about the positives of him, I think he's like really kind of a transcendent baby face because even if he was around now, like you just cheer him because he's like he just is so obviously likable. And the unfortunate thing for him is he comes around intentionally in like the eighties, uh, and comes of age in the nineties where the way he's a baby face is essentially like a guy in the seventies would be a baby face, where his promos are this is a real guy. Dressed like a cat from the future. <laughs> but you know, his problems are just like... Uh, I'm a laser cat. Pew, pew, pew. Who wants to fuck me? How do you think you're going to beat Doink the Clown, Marty? Well, I know. Just give it 100%. And uh, me and my fans, uh, through each other, will uh, overcome this uh, clown rapist. Is that his character? The irony of how docile his promos are, coupled with how crazy he is as a human being. Yeah, that's the... F- because if you're going to pick out like one drug addict, you're like... Oh, it's Michaels. Look at him. <laughs> he does coke, and then he puts it, and then he tries to put it in a woman, and he's soft, but he punishes her because she's not hot enough. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the rules. Yeah, and of kissing. That's the best thing about Marty Jannetty, though. It's like it's a living tribute to Shawn Michaels' bad years, and he'll talk about it. And Sean will just be like, "Yeah, those were some dark days." And then you cut to a Marty Jannetty story. It's like, "We bought the prostitute." And she was laughing, and we were laughing, and Sean just kept peeing on her. And she peed on him, and I peed on me, and nobody else did anything bad. Everybody wants to kiss my dick. Kiss it. <laughs> but it, it's just kind of tragic because like, he never was allowed to move on, but he never, like, he kept the rocker. If you want to talk about why he failed, he, like, he kept the rocker's music. He kept the rocker's 
finishing move. Like, he never reinvented himself at all. No, he kept the Rockers everything. He kept the Rockers attitude. You could see him in matches looking for someone to tag. <laughs> um, probably we, because we have not gotten to why he was not part of the Royal Rumble. He was in it at all. Why they took so long to build with that feud. Why? He was in house arrest for six months because he beat up a cop. Yeah. He, he beat up a cop. He didn't lose fight to a cop, buddy. He beat the shit out. How him. the fuck they didn't immediately put him in a program with the big boss man? They brought in nails. They could have been like <laughs> Marty Jannetty. Actual joke. I beat up a real one of you. I beat up a real one of you. But Mar- I wish Marty Genetics gimmick was Mar- actual Marty Genetti. Erratic drug addict. His theme music was just whatever he demanded they put on. Put on the pointer sisters. Who wants to have unprotected sex? <laughs> <laughs> I would love if Marty Jannetty had... And in this corner, wearing women's clothing because he fucked someone's wife last night. <laughs> <laughs> Completely nude because he ran away, Marty Jannetty. I think Marty Jannetty... Uh, oh, he's going for a finishing mover, move, trying to borrow money off the people in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> if he was like Festus in the mid-2000s where he's like a nice guy and then he has whiskey and then he only fights in the women's division. (laughs) (laughs) The women's champion, Marty Jannetty, he's just way more vicious. Trish Stratus can't do nothing. (laughs) She's trying to do... uh, Oh my God, Stacey Keeble trying to tease Marty Jannetty to try and get him to distract him. He is distracted and... Very angry. <laughs> He's got a weapon and not one of the ones we usually use. That's a mace, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no one's having fun. Why the fuck? He's got a... <laughs> he just has a rabbit dildo in the middle <laughs> of the <laughs> He's putting it on himself and saying, I make the rules. Yeah. Just looking for some company. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit on it real easy. It's it's slide. Hello, uh, Marty. We need you at television on Monday. Uh, um... Here's the problem. Evidently, you're not allowed to put your hands on an officer of the law no more. <laughs> I it, did that. He was under house arrest. But he comes back. The longer, the better, though, for that get- angle. He comes back, and he has a shitty match. They say. I watched the match. I thought it was good. Um, he loses the match to Michaels. And this really puts Michaels over the top. Because it's like, it's sad, it's sad to say, but like Marty Jannetty and the fact that that wasn't like a long feud I mean it really was the only feud they kept going back to because like that's what Marty Jannetty was known as obviously and they wanted to have that feud it's a great feud yeah. and if you could get Marty Jannetty to try but it's like it was that thing like uh, who the fuck is another tag team like this no one gave a shit unless he was feuding with Shawn Michaels no one gave a shit about him it's like because he never like like I said he never ever moved back and I don't even mean like, like it's sort the of attitude just get new theme music like he can be the same character just get new tights and new theme music. What's even crazier is they don't fire him they just move him on so then again by the way they're gonna go for this match again at WrestleMania nine mm-hmm. he no shows again and then they just put Tatanka in it yeah that's what I think of that that's how that <laughs> match went <laughs> no it was the best match on the card. No, the Doink Crush match was the best match of the card. <laughs> I remember that. That's the best ever. This fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's two Doinks. Oh yeah. And they do the mirror thing. Oh, it's the fucking best. It's so good. Uh, so Janetti really never even had a finishing move either. His finishing move was a small package. Like you mentioned that about Shawn Michaels, but not Marty G- Marty Janetti only true. barely won matches. And that his finishing move was 
hang right there, guys. I got to go invent fentanyl. <laughs> but that's oddly what made Janetti have really good matches is that he didn't really have a finisher. Like, he had the rocker dropper, but in big matches, you kind of just knew he might win with a roll-up, and that's what made him have good matches. And, like, it kind of sounds weird to say because they kind of have the same look, oddly, but he had a lot of, like, the same sympathies and, like, uh, ring talent as Bret Hart. He wasn't as good as Bret Hart, but he's like Bret Hart Light. Like Bret Hart White Power. Shut the fuck up. He's Bret Hart White Power. Shut the fuck up. Um, what's also very interesting about Janetti is that, if anything, um, one thing that really hurt him, besides his look, besides not updating his rating gear, is also his refusal to change that fucking haircut. And this is an issue that goes... Did Michaels change his haircut? Michaels changed oh, yeah, he got his a hair. Mu- he got a mullet. He got the mullet. He also changed the shade of it. Like, Molly, Michaels yeah. becomes a completely different character, different walk, different everything. Yeah. And so Martin Giannetti also... It's the 90s, so it's also like, I'm no longer a rocker. I'm here to fuck your moms. <laughs> Marty Giannetti then, after the Shawn Michaels thing doesn't work out, Marty Giannetti begins tagging with... One, two, three. three. Yeah. It's like... Who are we going to get to watch that pill addict? The other pill addict. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we get the young uh, the young Marty Jannetty to team with the old Marty Jannetty? Mind you, say this, Marty like Jannetty and 123 Kid were fucking great because they were like tag team champs. And they were both great workers. Keep in, remember that. The Rockers never won a tag team championship. Marty Jannetty's tag team championship win was with Sean Walton. I never even thought of that. Over the Quebecers yeah. on an episode of Superstars. Yeah. Or Monday Night Raw, and then they won it back the next week. I remember when that happened, and as a kid, I was just like, this is the f- most fucked thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they lost it a week later, which is like, they never really stick with Jannetty. The other thing we should mention is before he starts teaming with the one two three kid they do the open challenge with michaels um Gennetti wins it via roll-up and i never like they didn't show raw in canada so the only reason i knew this was because i picked up a wwf magazine just saw marty Gennetti with the intercontinental title and i was like holy fucking shit oh i forgot that he even won the belt yeah i had no it's a great it's great because michaels does an open challenge Gennetti comes down and Michaels tried to like lose the match via count out, and then Mr. Perfect uh, comes out and throws him back in the ring, and Janetti uh, M- wins via roll up. And it's a really fucking cool match because it's like the roll up is great because Janetti wins, mm. and obviously it's good because it keeps Michaels like, oh, he was tricked, and so it keeps him kind of strong. He loses a couple weeks later to. Jeanette, he loses it to Michaels um, when Diesel interferes. And the really good thing about this is because it's all about keeping Michaels strong, right? Yeah. So what happens is Michaels throws Janetti out of the ring. Janetti's down and he's just going to be counted out. And then Diesel just puts him back in the ring and Michaels covers him. So you can say Diesel interfered, and that is true. But he didn't like punch him and get the win or anything. All he did was like put him back in the ring, which yeah. isn't even a heel move, really. That's just something a manager should do. Well, he's a bodyguard. He's not a manager. Ooh, YOLO. Uh, when that, I totally because again. Also, like, Diesel rocking the studded jean, white jean jacket, white jean, Ooh. cowboy boots, tucked in, tucked into jeans, tuck them fucking things in, mate. Ooh, if you're gonna yeah. buy cowboy boots, you want to let people know you're wearing. <laughs> you don't want to cover that shit up. You want everyone to feel how much of a cowboy you is. Yeehaw. 
Yeah, so, and once again, he fuses Michaels a bit. Now, do you know why he was put back into the WWF to win that Intercontinental title, John? I assume because Michaels got popped for steroids. No. Shawn Michaels, uh, so Mr. Perfect, because the only thing he, he got fired in uh, because of that uh, match where Sherry tried to interfere and uh, it ended up backfiring. And the reason why he got fired is because everyone just assumed he was on drugs during the match because the match kind of sucked, but he said he was tired. <laughs> but Mr. Perfect basically, and they, and it's alleged that Michaels spread the rumor about him being on drugs. And then Mr. Perfect uh, got him hired back by basically saying, no, Michaels was lying. And they said that this was that him losing the IC title was punishment for him lying. Wrestling's stupid. Wrestling's really dumb. You're a liar. That guy lost a bunch of money because of you, so we're going to give him a piece of metal. Yeah. But by the way, Marty Jenner, never not for work. Because, by the way, his WWE tenure is about to come to an end. And he goes straight to WCW. What does he do in WWF? He's teaming with the one two three kid. Teaming with the one two three kid. Yeah. Then he's not at WrestleMania ten because of arrests, I assume. Yep. The court case against the cop. Court case against the cop, very good. So he can <laughs> Marty Gennetti. If he just w- didn't punch cops would be fine. If Marty how Even Marty just taking out the assaults of police officers. How Marty Jannetty has not been on Judge Judy yet is an astounding <laughs> turn of events. So what do you do what do you do when you got nowhere to go and you're a drug addict, John? You start the new rockers. E C W. No way. E-C-W. Oh, he goes to ECW at the weirdest time of ECW when Don Morocco's the champ? No, that's 93. This is 95. So they are Extreme Championship Wrestling, but they don't have any of the branding yet. So they're still in, like, whatever ring ropes and whatever rings and whatever fucking town. Yeah. But it's just Marty Jannetty's there. So he talent... Is this Marty Jannetty as, like, the Raven Dreamer feud is getting going and stuff like that? Yeah. This Marty Jannetty's there. So it's kind of this weird... He's, like, one of the weird turnovers where it's like, we got Jannetty because he's kind of a name. And we're like a territory, so you got to like bring in the biggest names you can almost. Great. But he loses to Shane Douglas for the world title. He loses to Eddie Guerrero for the TV title. Both in matches that are really good. And uh, then he gets wins over Bullpain and the terrorist. (laughs) If you ever need (sighs) to remind yourself that ECW was just a fucking... Southern Territory with good marketing. The terrorist, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but again, the terrorist is not nearly as bad as the final solution who is on WCW. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even care. I just mean the laziness of naming someone the terrorist. Oh, I I think it pales in comparison to the laziness of naming someone the final solution. Yeah. The terrorist who was just Jack Victory. Of course it was. Jack Victory, he owes Paul Heyman a fucking debt of gratitude. No one was looking for that fat fuck. Yeah, just a weird, like, transitional dude from the 80s in NWA, and he was like, fuck it. Like, if Ring of Honor just fucking, like, signed Bull Buchanan. Put him in a (laughs) hockey jersey, get him a wheelchair. Yeah. We need someone for New Jack to hit with some, with what, like a, with a grill or something? 
Yeah. Something that doesn't look good when you get hit by it and hurts like fucking shit. Yeah. Something that will hurt you, but isn't impressive to the fans. <laughs> exactly. So he starts the New Rockers. Have you ever seen a New Rockers match? No, I haven't. Are oh, the New Rockers in ECW or New Rockers in WWF? Oh, no, just WWF. They never did the New Rockers. I'm thinking they did the New Rockers no, in ECW. No, they did the New Rockers breakup in ECW, though, where Al Snow started being becoming Al Snow. What does everybody want? He's Pills, I mean heads. <laughs> He's dressed exactly like Lee his New Rockers gear. Oh, I remember the New Rockers. I remember being excited about the New Rockers because I love a tag team that dresses coordinated. Ooh, yeah, you do. New, New Rockers were Marty Jannetty and Al Snow, a.k.a. Leaf Cassidy. They, why did they name him Leaf Cassidy? David Cassidy and I don't know where the leaf is from. Yeah, it's like Leaf something. But yeah, just two rock stars from the 70s. And then they tried. Apparently, there were so many different... Because this is when the WWE briefly tried to redo the tag division. So now you have the Godwins, the Body Donnas, the New Rockers. Yeah. By the way, the New Rockers was the beginning of the wave of new versions of things. So you yeah. had the New Rockers. See who else was new, there? The New Blackjacks. And the new Midnight Express. Yeah, yeah. Bombastic Bob and Bodacious Bart, baby. And in three years, you would have the, the Everything is 2000, LOD 2000. No, that was concurrent. So that also, and then you had LOD 2000, NWO 2000. Yeah. Because new was sort of, you got a new one every year. Yeah. And then once you got the new Midnight Express, then you also got LOD 2000, NWO 2000. No, because NWO 2000 was like late WCW. No, NWO 2000 was 99 uh, WCW. Like yeah, WCW, yeah. that's the same time as LOD 2000. That's after LOD 2000. LOD yeah, 2000 yeah. was 98. Ripped off the idea. Yeah, and did it way better. <laughs> NWO 2000. Much better than LOD 2000. I mean, that's ins- that's like you're you're picking about rotting fruit right now. Yeah. It's good. It's it's easier to digest. NWO 2000 was what? Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, and Bret Hart? Or no? There was Kevin Nash in there, wasn't he? NWO 2000 was Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. yeah. Bret Hart, yeah. the Harris Boys, <laughs> Kevin Nash, allegedly Scott Hall, Pill Problems, yeah. Scott Steiner, and a cavalcade of women. Just just sluts. And it brought in the amount of times WCW had a match for who's the commissioner. Like, they had, like, four of them. It's so good. Well, they still have that now. They still look just like, this is for control of the company. And it's like, no one believes that. No, it's not. Yeah. No one's going to actually have control of the company. Um, But they went through so many different versions of the new Rockers, apparently. Like, they went through one where it was like, Al Snow was like, kind of bumbling and like marty Gennetti had to teach him how to be a fucking rocker and uh then they went through ones where al snow was like vicious and they were trying to be more vicious but they never changed anything again this is the story of marty Gennetti's career because it's now the middle 90s and it's like it's post grunge that's not cool anymore the kids don't really know what that is yeah but they're still like that's cool yeah, it's true. Because it's like rock and roll at that time was either fucking grunge or your Oasis, which is neither of the things that the rockers were. Oh, man. Oasis Marty Jannetty would have been amazing. Oh, my God. Just a fake British accent? Huge shirts. <laughs> just Marty Jannetty coming out in like a huge fucking shirt and just being like, hey, Marty, you got a match tonight. What's it all worth anyway, you cunt? <laughs> Oh, you know we're gonna get out there. You know what Marty Jannetty reminds me of? He's just like a nice uncle with problems. Yeah. You know he just yeah. 
just showing up at the barbecue, seeing if anybody has any uh, any juice for Uncle Barty. Mm. Any juice? Not that, not that kind of juice. No, no. I, was I wondering want. If you uh, guys, uh, I want some. I want money for pills. I want money for pills. You're my sister. Give me a loan, Mary, Mary and Marty. You're Sean. I'm Marty. Okay. I have more fun. You have a better career. I also age better. <laughs> no, I'm Sean, and you're uh, Sean. We're both Sean. You're Sean Morley. I'm Sean Waltman. <laughs> okay, cool. And th- I'm going to do... Co- uh, I don't think libraries should exist. I'm going to do so Texas much... Texas are evil. I'm going to do so much meth that my feet are going to swell up and burst out of my cowboy boots. Your butthole is permanently big. <laughs> <laughs> what? Weird. Yeah, because he ripped his asshole doing the Bronco Busters thing. You've heard about this because we did a one, two, three kid episode. He ripped his asshole wide open. It's <laughs> I'm envisioning sure. it hurts to even talk about. I am sure I even remember this happening. Now that you talk about it, still makes me great and happy. Marty Gennetti, at this point in his career, it is the weirdest thing because you also have to look at his face in all the matches, and it's just a, it's like. I don't know if that guy's high or we just don't give a fuck. <laughs> like this is Marty Jennetti's thoughts walking into the ring, making fifteen hundred dollars, making fifteen hundred dollars. He just strikes me as a guy who no, he stopped putting thought into pro wrestling. There was a comedian from a town north of Ontario, north of Toronto, Ontario, in Canada, in Canada, that is the Marty Jannetty of comedy. I'm not going to say his name because <laughs> there's a possibility. This will get back to him, and he doesn't need that. Yeah. But you know exactly who I'm talking about. Graham K. It's Graham K. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. Ha <laughs> ha, Graham. No, it's not me. Marty Janetti. Yeah, he just never... He's one of those dudes who, like... Like I said, he would have been great in the 70s because he's all work rate, and yes, that should be enough, but you need... You need can you imagine... All right. Imagine if Marty Janetti... Let's say he had no drug problems, John. No drug problems at all. How long would he have stayed in the rest? In w- would he have done more? Because le- I think he would have done it about the same. He would have just done solid runs and then been a jobber way quicker. Because the only time he becomes like a true blue jobber WCW. is in WCW. Oh, yeah. Because he can't do... Can you imagine Marty Jannetty getting the stick and having to do like a five-minute promo? Like, you know, Sable, you come out, you show your... Your boobies again, and I hate that. What we really missed out on is Marty Janetti's sex addict. Because keep in mind, if he was in the Attitude Era, the Vince yeah. would have been like, "All right, bro, it's what we're gonna do." All right, he's on coke. Okay, bro. Because <laughs> he's such a visibly sad. I would say is Marty Janetti's face. Every time I look at him, visibly sad. I would say visibly indifferent. I wouldn't call him sad. Really indifferent? How? In that he doesn't ever look sa- like he doesn't ever look like he's about to weep. He always just looks yeah. like he's like. Well, this is my lot in life. <laughs> Go to a Motel 6, get a little waffle waffle mix in the old cup, pour that on the waffle iron, twist it twice. <laughs> Make yourself a waffle in the morning. <laughs> then you chug a vodka and... Oh, a bottle, I should say. Yeah, you know, I, I call it a traveler. Gotta remember, you only have a certain amount of milliliters, so you want to have a travel <laughs> bottle of vodka in your toiletries, but... Uh, the key is to ask for the view. And when they say, oh, of the ocean, you say, no, parking lot. Yeah. I want I want to be reminded where I am. Yeah. The 
parking lot is the urban ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Waves of travelers just coming in and out. The ocean of the city. My favorite point like is my, when... Like my memories. They arrive. They're meaningful. And then they disappear. And other people tell you about them when you arrive and ask for money. <laughs> like someone trying to park. Hobbies other than wrestling. Probably sitting on a park bench. What I've learned is the sketchiest park in town, and when a drug deal happens, asking, can I get in on that? Yeah. For free. I'm Marty Genetic. A couple of things I learned in the wrestling business. One, you need to score. You go to MLK Boulevard, any town, USA. Two, they don't look in your taint. You know how your asshole comes down? You still got a little bit of real estate down there. (laughs) They'll look in your asshole. You tape it just in between the two flaps of your taint. No one's finding nothing there. (laughs) How? Three. Viagra's for queers. <laughs> you if you can't get hard, tie rub- a tie rubber band down the bottom of your balls. <laughs> traps the blood in there. Well, I don't want to do it too close to a match because you get you get like a phantom boner at a certain point, and then uh, it looks like you're about to fuck Theodore Sparky Plug. <laughs> <laughs> Theodore Bob. No, it was he wasn't Bob Sparky Plug? It was like Teddy Sparky Plug, and then it was Bob Sparky Plug Holler. Yeah. Teddy Sparky Plug. I think it was something like Yeah, you gotta look that up. I'm gonna look that up. How impressive is that? I feel like we've said this a lot on this podcast, but how impressive is it that Marty Jannetty was too much for guys in the 90s? You know what I mean? Like, Michael P.S. Hayes called Mark Henry the (laughs) N-word, and people were like, yeah, that's fine. Marty Jannetty, like, wakes up and is a dick. Because there's several stories where he gets fired from the WWF just for like, they're like, hey, Marty, your match is next. He's like, would you go suck my dick, Pat? <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're oh, fired. sorry, his name wasn't Th- Theodore. It was Thurman Sparky oh, Plug. Oh, yeah, Thurman. Thurman. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, Marty, like what other... All right, Attitude Era jam time. What do you have for Marty Jannetty? Is it just Coke? Because he's visibly sad, so I would just say like guy trying to stop, but he can't. Like he would have been you would he would have been he would have been um they would have just tried to do the Jake the Snake drinking angle again with Marty Jannetty. Because he's so good at portraying a sad guy. Or he would have been in the Ministry of Darkness. Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Marty Jannetty. Fuck you. Mabel was in the Ministry of Darkness. Yeah? Shave his head? Or just put a fucking taker symbol there? He's Marty Damstor. <laughs> Sanpura. Shandaro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, shave Marty Janetti's head and then he just loses all the matches? Janetta. <laughs> but he's still. Oh, yes. Janetta. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still not paying attention. So he still goes, come on, guys, let's party. Oh, oh wait, no, let's let's be sad. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> it's a goth party. Right. <laughs> you know what that means? When they got mascara on their eyes. So when they suck your dick hard, you can see them cry. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks sad. He looks sad when he's smiling. Marty does. And that's pre... Because even when they were in the Rockers, Mar- uh, Michael's like, yeah, we're having fun. And Jannetty's like, <laughs> what if there's nothing after this? What if he just die and that's it? Yeah. All right, let's have a. The only drag. thing I can hope for is uh, that this cocktail makes the voices in my head not so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I had a bad childhood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo! No, that was the uh, Rock and Roll Express. Woo! 
We are visibly fucked up. <laughs> All right. After the break, we analyze Marty Jannetty's WCW career. And then, I don't know, tell you guys about... Then we just read from a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's either Old Man in the Sea or Have a Nice Day. <laughs> All of that after the break. Oh, hey, everybody. Go buy our albums at DylanAgod.com. TheJohnHastings.com. Rate and subscribe to The Wrestler Review. And we're on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestler Review. Remember, every other podcast sucks my asshole. Welcome back. After the break, Dylan and John descend into sadness as we have to analyze the career of Marty Jannetty. Post, basically, he's now labeled as drug addict and you can't count on him. Why does Vince keep hiring him back, you think? Like, what is the? why do you think that? Do you think he's just I'm like, guess he's a Sean? good hand and he's like a good jobber? Or you think it's Sean? Yeah, I feel like it's it's Sean who are like, um, uh, we might as well. It's funny because they were a good tag team, but in breaking up, it's like people just wanted to see them feud forever because of that angle. Mm-hmm. And it really did affect the rest of his career. It was such a good sympathy thing because, I mean, it's kind of hard to come back and be anything but like an upper mid. Because how long did they want that feud to last? They wanted to do it like eight months. Because you could have. Like off that, that's the best tag team breaking up angle ever. Like, can you think of anything else? Because the other thing is, the good thing about this period was they didn't always do ta- breakup angles. Like it wasn't like okay, you got to break them yeah, up. Yeah, this is one. Of, this was the first. This was the and it's become not the, pro- the first one. It was like because Strike Force be- broke up. Tito Santana, but Rick that Martel was very feuded. different. Yeah, but this became the prototype of how you break them up. Yeah, yeah. Like you basically do them one of two ways. You either do it the Marty Jannetty Shawn Michaels way, or you do it the Strike Force way. Yeah. What was the Strike Force way? One guy is injured for a year, comes back for one match to like start it up again. Hmm. And then uh, the one guy hits the guy inadvertently with a move, and he leaves and comes back the next day as a model. They don't. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. I am full of it again. They don't have people inadvertently hit other people with moves for a really long time. No. And teams don't. just kind of break up, like because that's the thing. The Hart Foundation breaks up around this time, but they were just like, "Oh, we're going our separate ways." They that's don't. The, no one turns on anybody. There's no. never an Anvil Brett feud. There sort of is because he takes Owen's side. Later on. Later on. What I would say is they now do the opposite where it's they've done it so much. Like the thing with the Shield breaking up and why they're not going to – no one's that excited for a Shield reunion is they broke them up so quickly. Like it was literally like they're the top of the company. They're the best. Plan C. Smash, smash. And everyone's like, I don't care yeah, about Yeah, for this. like three months. They were like, yeah, they were top running rough shot for like three months. But then I guess there's that other thing where it's like they didn't give them enough time at top. So people are like, oh, fuck. Because the other thing is we're not – we're in our early 30s, so we remember this time way more fondly. Like, like the the we talked about it. I think last week did we talk about it last week? Where the Kevin Owens, Vince McMahon headbutt. We did not. We did watched it before we recorded last week's episode, but we did not yeah. discuss it. That may turn out to be the because reason. no one does any color anymore. That may turn out to be a very important angle. The reason why Vince McMahon, yeah, because as I've said before, I've said like weeks ago. We are anytime now Vince McMahon's going to go, we need to be more adult. Do you remember when wrestling was for people on their periods? (laughs) But I think it's just selectively adult. Like, I think doing it sometimes, doing color once a year is the best thing. 
and doing it at the biggest moment you can possibly do it. I think doing everything a little bit is the best way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know who doesn't do anything a little bit is old Shardy Janetti. Buddy. <laughs> Shirty! Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna go outside and high five. So after the new rockers um, come to their the Jew rockers <laughs> <laughs> come to their inevitable and bloody end. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes to WCW. Um, he goes back to WCW because there's a couple dates. He doesn't get paid very much because why would you pay anybody who's Marty Janetti? <laughs> he has to be played in glue. If there's anybody you wouldn't pay. It'd be Marty Janetti. Yeah, and is there anyone who deserves just a hug? You could just be like, I did pay you, Marty. It's Leaf Garrett, by oh, the way, okay. is who Leaf Cassidy was. Um, they, oh, okay, you paid me. All right, all right Paul, and then After ECW, he just goes to WCW and barely wrestles as a job guy, ostensibly in their cruiserweight division, but is there pretty much until the end of the company. Is on their payroll. Do you know one of one of the job matches he did was? Sabu, I know he wrestles Sabu in WCW. He all right, so he jobs to Chris Jericho, and then what happens? Is that the I'm a man of a, a thousand? Yeah, yeah. Holes? He says I have so much time because I beat Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Dean Malenko says he has sixty thousand holes. I count. I count sixty. I, however, know a thousand and four holes. Armbar. No, the best one is right hand punch. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's armbar. The amount of times he says armbar. Okay. Yeah. Um, the amount of times he says armbar is fucking great. It's great. Um, Marty Jannetty, by the way, this is the first time he's in a new getup in his entire career. That's mm-hmm. not the Rockers gear. No, it, it is the Rockers gear. It's the new Rockers gear. No, he's not in the new Rockers gear. No, he is because he's in the. No, he's not. He's in white. He's in white and orange. You fucking idiot. Oh no! When he wrestles um, Jericho, it's New Rockers gear. No, it's not. It's the. It's no. Trust me. Look it up. Um, it's New Rockers gear, and he doesn't wear knee pads or anything anymore. He completely abandons tassels. Like he has. Like imagine Kurt Angle's sing- singlet, but with no knee pads. Or body definition. Or anything really. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking bleak. Because this is kind of like, I mean. The writing's on the wall for Marty. Wrong. Not new rockers gear. It's orange and white. Let me see right now. Okay. This is good listening. You're fucking wrong. As usual, Dylan you're, has you're fucked, fucking wrong. He's fucked the audience. What audience? Oh, our audience. The audience millions. is listening to our match. To our, our match. match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're having a match, you fucking idiot. <laughs> quit comedy. I'm but quit. who, like, Janetti's a really good job guy because you beat Marty Janetti. Like, that's a guy who's been on. Absolutely. And it's actually what you kind of should use job guys for is that they're. See, yeah. there he is. Oh, that's Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who looks a lot more like Marty Janetti than I ever realized beforehand. Yeah. This is, by the way, the best Chris Jericho has ever been is the Dean Malenko. I. This is the best Chris Jericho ever. I love it so much. I think there's been a lot of really good Jericho. All really good. But like when everyone was going on about the list, I'm like, that's nothing compared to armbar, <laughs> right hand punch, Johnson City slide, armbar. That was a really, but that was the the first of something is always the best. Moose right? Creek plunge, armbar. <laughs> that's why it's really hard, like, to redefine a character. Like for the longest time, everyone called Matt Hardy the Marty Janetti of that tag team, and that was because. Essentially, did you you know the because you know the story about the broken mat stuff, right? No. That okay. So there was this time when Edge 
All right, so when Edge was found out to be cheating with Lita, Yo. Um, Matt Hardy started doing all these weird vlogs on YouTube, just like really fucked up. I like, remember that. A bunch of them were in front of a brick wall in his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was he, what he wanted. That was his pitch for the broken character. Because he wanted to do that back then and be like, okay, here's the idea. This broke me. Like, I'm broken. I'm fucking nuts now. And I come back and I'm just like this evil fucking... And they turned that into Mar- Matt Hardy 2.0? He's a man who likes computers. Yeah, because Vince didn't like that idea. He likes it enough now that he's going no, to court. No, Matt, uh, <laughs> Matt um, but at that time, he didn't like the idea, right? So, no, because he went from Matt version 1.0, then he's a heel, then this whole actual thing comes out. He pitches the broken character. He's like, how about this? It breaks me, and I'm nuts, and I come back, and whatever. And uh, he, didn't, uh, he didn't like the character, so he forgot about it. Um, and then came back to TNA, finally tried it, and it was a big hit. It was right? the fucking bad. But how do you... Because re- Matt Hardy actually did reinvent himself as a heel really well, and I think he's better than Jeff. And, and now tag teams, it sucks. The really... I think the worst thing about Marty Jannetty to cut to the chase kind of thing, before we even do that, because we have to do the reunion, is that now every... When every team- Not in rocker's gear, you fucking asshole. Not in rocker's gear. That's new trunks. I said new rocker's gear. That's not new rocker's gear either. The new <laughs> rocker's gear was uh, blue and green and black. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was green. Green and uh, green and black. And blue. You shut the fuck up. I win. I win. You lose. All right, I guess. Uh, As usual, John Gray. As usual, Dylan Bad. You're a piece of shit. But back to your point. See, there it is. That's the fucking new rocker's gear, you fucking idiot. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Look at Leaf Cassidy. Al Snow, you fucking quack. Um, so the worst thing about Janetti is that now people try and pick out who the Janetti is in a tag team. And it's here's how tag teams work. There's a blonde guy, there's a there's a guy with brown hair, and up until that. Like, tag teams have always had a guy with brown hair and a guy with blonde hair. And now, because of Shawn Michaels being a huge success and Marty Jannetty being a fucking drug addict, everyone just assumes the guy with brown hair is the Jannetty. Very good point. I also would like to maintain that a lot of tag teams are both the Jannetty in that they both <laughs> is, they need each other but shouldn't be separated. And the other thing is, you can't... I honestly don't ever want to see the Uzos break up. Quite frankly... Well, they can't. I think they, they look too alike. I think Cesaro... Yeah. And Seamus have finally found a character I can't stop enjoying. Yeah. Just them in military jackets being dudes. Basically, their gimmick is, we like to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. uh, We're friends now. (laughs) That's the whole gimmick. Mm -hmm. But it's harder to be a tag team wrestler because you... And in this corner, the pals. (laughs) (laughs) But Janetti just thought, oh, I'll be a tag team wrestler for the rest. Like, this will end and then I'll do another thing like the territories, but, but you think, can't do that. But anymore. I think Gennetti is he's a casualty of that. He is someone mm-hmm. who he had set his goalposts. He was playing a sport that suddenly became totally that no longer exists. Yeah. But the thing with it, with Gennetti that I think is the saddest is what you just said about him being a job guy is he could have been that perfect carpenter utility job guy to get people over. Because it is exciting. It's it still is exciting to see Marty Gennetti. Because he was with Shawn Michaels, so it's like, well, of course he's not going to be as good as Shawn Michaels. It's like, oh, the guy who played bass in Elvis's band isn't as famous as Elvis? Yeah, yeah he's not fucking Elvis. Yeah, but that's it's comparison, right? Yeah, but I, I, I think it's an unfair comparison for Marty Jannetty, quite frankly. Yeah. And also, no one takes into account, you know, that said, most tag teams, there is one guy who is on drugs. 
if you, you would just break <laughs> it down. <laughs> Ironically, for the Hardy Boys, it was Jeff. Uh, Ooh. LOD, Hawk. Yeah. Rockers, Janetti, and Sean, but more Janetti. But look at that. Look what you just said, right? Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. Tully. Tully. Um, let's see if we can do this all. Killer Bees. Every one of them? I think... Brian B. Bear and Jim Jumpin' Jim Brazel. No one was on drugs. <laughs> no. One Brian B. Blair is just a fucking weird Christian, <laughs> and Jim Brunzel's the happiest man in the world. Yeah, they're just great guys. <laughs> <laughs> Brian B. Blair, who fought his own son. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this right now, stop listening to this episode and just go listen to our Killer Bees episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the le- less happened to both of those wrestlers, but more personal stuff than you could ever imagine. Because here's the problem is also, because Marty Gennetti's personal stuff is like, he fought a cop. It's a matter of public record. No fun stories well, about that. it's the that. same thing over and yeah. over again. It's the same yeah. thing. But the one shining thing- He drank all the NyQuil and burned down a Denny's. <laughs> I, he just kept yelling, that's Sherry! That's Sherry! To I, a bottle of Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I So he does the independence, basically, from him being a job guy in WCW- until 2005 and now he comes back um when they do a rockers reunion as part of that kurt angle uh storyline that we talked about leading up to wrestlemania 21 um and what i still think is like i think that match is better than any of the undertaker sean matches i know that's not like a popular opinion but what the angle sean it's clearly better it's great anyway um just a little hot take um, so they do a Rockers reunion, but the then he has a match with Kurt Angle that Marty Jannetty says is his best match. I believe that because the expectation of Marty Jannetty wrestling coming off that Raw, because you think about this, but also he wrestled a huge match on the Monday and then on the Tuesday wrestles Kurt Angle. A lot of it's Kurt Angle because they do a lot of Kurt Angle like that's it. But also wrestling work. Marty Jannetty like it. He looked like he showed up to fucking go. Yeah. Like, he is in good shape. Doesn't look as sad. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, man, he just got that gift. I don't think drugs really took hold until he was an older man. Because it's like, he could just get fucked up and then show up and do a fucking kip-up. Yeah. He never fucks up a kip-up. He fu- he fucking does a really good kip-up um, in the angle match. And they do a lot of really good teases. Like, he breaks out of the ankle lock at one point, And people are like, holy shit, this is going to happen. And because of the function of the fact that he's never really had a finishing move other than the rocker dropper, which he uses occasionally, every time he does a roll-up, people are actually like, holy fuck, this guy's going to be Kurt Angle. And, like, the ma- the crowd reaction for that match is fucking insane. It's really good. That, But that, again, is also, it, it's a testament to the build. It's a testament to how fucking great Kurt Angle was. Yes. And it's also a testament to... Um, Everyone wanting to see that match, and then going, you got to still sit through this build, and everyone going, great. <laughs> and then the, the the tragedy is, Janetti once again gets fired. I want you all to know right now that if they had done that that build in 2017, Marty Janetti would have beat Kurt Angle because technically Marty Janetti is a legend. Yeah. I don't know if Janetti like if it was. If it was someone of a higher profile, he would be Booker T would have beaten Kurt Angle. Like a former champion would have beaten. Are you Kurt telling Angle. me if in, when they built up in my dream world when they're building up to a Stevie Ray Kurt Angle match at WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania yes. 33? Yeah, I would pay fifty pounds to watch that match. I would. I pay. I pay twenty five pounds just to watch an unprepared 
promo session between the two of them. Because it's not even Kurt Angle having a match with a broom. It's Kurt Angle having a match with a loaded vending machine. <laughs> it just can't. I can't move it, but it doesn't want to yeah. move. He keeps saying sucker to me. <laughs> well, he's going for a lot of kisses. And they're all landing. So Janetti does the... Have you seen the Kiss My Ass segment with him and Janetti? No. All right, so they do a thing where it's like, Vince Mango is like, Marty J, you're going to have to kiss my real ass if you uh, if you want your job. Again, for those of you playing on the uh, Wrestler Review bingo card, there's a new square, which is never forget the era after the Attitude Era, far more extreme. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Vince McMahon being like, how about we take all the jokes out and uh, there's no Stone Cold, so this guy actually sucks my dick on television. Okay, if the Attitude Era was porn... The yeah. era after the Attitude Era would be porn without the fucking. Just the acting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it'd be like the porn now where it's like everyone's related for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we just say that about porn? I don't like... Stepbrother. My, fuck stepsister. Like, I've now taken to just... I guess I'm just watching amateur porn because I know that both of them are willing. <laughs> I don't want any act outs where people are related. I don't Gross. like that I just yelled amateur porn as a lot of children just bicycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you're smoking at an open window here, baby. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, people have heard a lot of things today. Um, Man, you're going to get a visit from the police. Ooh, why are you so cool? <laughs> That's what they'll ask me. Hi, we're the Marty Janetti of the Metropolitan. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't fight us. Mm. So Janetti, uh, Janetti does the kiss my ass segment. Uh, he so basically is kiss my ass or you're fired. Um, Vince takes his pants down and Janetti acts out like he's going to kiss his bum bum and uh, then doesn't. Um, who comes down to the fucking ring? Oh, Chris Masters puts him in the master lock. He almost breaks the master lock, but then doesn't. Uh, Michaels comes in for the save and they end up, Shane ends up knocking out uh, Shawn Michaels and they make Michaels kiss Vince McMahon's ass. As a result of this, Marty Jannetty is real fired because that's how Vince McMahon works. <laughs> is he's fucking doing the real shit? He really fires him, which is a tragedy because later, is that later? When was the wrestler release? Because when they did the wrestler angle, they did it with Shawn Michaels, but it's like really just do it with Marty Jannetty. You don't have to. Ma- no one believes that Shawn Michaels doesn't have any money. Just make it really Marty Jannetty. This was that would have been <sighs> two years later. Yeah, and Jannetty has to. Act. Like, By the way, this is also the the coda of this is also Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty actually finally talk. They didn't talk the entire the time they were tag team champions. Yeah, and Shawn Michaels was like, "Oh, I'm into God now," and Marty's like, "Oh, I was raised Christian. My parents were evangelical Christians." Yeah, and it was like just that. It's just sort of like, "Oh, I understand now." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I fixed myself. Well, I did. Snort, snort, snort. Maybe it's dust. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that's fuck. I either bought some cheap. Coke or some expensive chalk. Either way, we're in Peoria. <laughs> but he gets a couple matches in with the Fed, uh, so it's a nice second run. But at the end of the day, you can't really keep him around for a while because this is, people forget this is they brought back like Tatanka during this era. Oh, they brought back. This is the beginning. They brought back everybody. This is the beginning of the like ratings are dipping. Get me Bastion Booger. <laughs> But they could do that, right? After the after the invasion, they had such a glut of talent that they just kind of wasted. And then now they have nobody, so they have to be like, uh, Janetti and Tatanka, that's, that's fun, right? Janetti and Tatanka in a loser sleeps in the car, winner sleeps outside match. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, Janetti gets real fired. They could have done more of them because Shawn Michaels acts sad. Marty Janetti. All right, so here's the most haunting thing I've heard in a shoot interview, as he said. Is he looked right in the camera and he said this. He said, they tell you to live like there's no tomorrow. I've been doing that. And let me tell you, there is a tomorrow. Oh, no. <laughs> Try and sleep at night. Try and sleep. Well, Dylan and I are both going through, through some personal upheavals, and that's not phrases I need rattling through my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> haunting. Ja, 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 ja. So, but let's let, let's we can end on a nice thing. Marty Janetti's still alive. I was going to say this. Marty Janetti works with Shakara. Him and the one two three kid won a tag tournament. Yeah, they, re- they were great. They were great. Because um, Shakara will just bring back. And by the oh, way, Marty oh, G- I know how much you pay attention to wrestling, and it's so much. So. The reuniting of Marty Jannetty and One Two Three Kid means something to you guys. Here Remember you that week in '94? They're back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I really liked the Chicago when they got Strike Force back together. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they do. They'll just be like, yeah, yeah. fuck it. Uh, Tito Santana, but Mar- Rick Martel wasn't available, so it's Tito Santana just uh, wrestling with the arrogance bottle. <laughs> that's not been done but I guarantee that happens at the next fucking Chikara what's their they brought back Glacier and it was insane I f- again Glacier was one of the biggest wasted went, opportunities yes. in the history do you know how much I- when Glacier debuted I was just like call Hulk Hogan and let him know he's done <laughs> for sure it's Sub-Zero but he's a wrestler who can fucking who can disagree with that yeah he has a magic helmet <laughs> So, all right, what's your favorite thing about Marty Genetic? He's still alive. Okay, that's that's a good one. He refuses. That's the best thing about Marty Genetic is his life is, he's 57. L- Luis Piccoli. Yeah. Test. Yep. Are you going to list them all? Road Warrior Hawk. Bam Bam Bigelow. Sherry Martel. Bam Bam Bigelow. Boss Bobby man. Heenan. Boss man. I mean, bo- Bobby Rose. Heenan. Bobby Heenan is a seventy-two-year-old man. We passed. So. Robbie. Uh, Robbie Piper. Robbie Piper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rodney. Hot Rob. Robba Robbo. Yeah. Uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah. Coco Beware's Will to Live. Exactly. <laughs> Kamala's legs. Yeah. All of the Von Erichs, save for one. Yeah. Who is the last man standing at the mirrored table of life? Woo. Marty Jeanette. Ric Flair has just recovered from a coma. Marty Jannetty's driving to a town in Michigan to wrestle in a bingo hall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my, I think the best thing about Marty Jannetty is uh, his work rate. I think he's really good at that. <laughs> he's really good. And he's a really, really good mid-card babyface. But he never cared enough about himself to reinvent his character. I also don't think that the business cared about him enough. But I mean, there was enough. Work Allow at that me to time do an impression of like everyone, real, uh, of every booker realizing Marty Jannetty yeah. works for their company. What's he doing here? But like, even like a little angle where, like, in WCW, if he would have taken better care of his, like, I mean, not even himself, just of his, like, personal, like, uh, of his business connections, let's just say, within wrestling, there would have been an angle where Marty Jannetty was offered to join the NWO. He would have turned it down. It would have been a great beatdown angle. I don't even think. I think that even that's the ceiling. That's still a job. It's great. He's huge and he was angle. being paid the entire time by that company anyway. Yeah. But he just was not reliable. No. Uncle Marty. Where was Marty? Uh, which time was it he got arrested for fighting the cop? <laughs> I like that to us Marty Gennetti is like a what if, 
But to some, uh, I'm assuming his brother's kids, he's just that uncle who doesn't call much. Yeah, he's that uncle who shows up at the fun Christmases. (laughs) Why is mom already crying? (laughs) Where's the gin? Where's the gin, queers? (laughs) (laughs) So what's your worst thing about Marty Jannetty? His mullet. His mullet. Not his drug and alcohol addiction. His mullet. You You can't throw that out there. That's definitely a neutral. Yeah, I love it. It's great because whenever he's running down to the ring, his mullet is 10 feet behind him somehow. He's just, yeah, he leads head first, but like, look at that fucking shit go in the wind. I got news for you. Him traveling with Road Warrior Hawk, he looks more embarrassing. Because, <laughs> yeah, because that's hair he chose. Yeah. The bob he had in his reunion and like how the Monday on Raw, he had those weird fucking shitty tassels and on the on the Tuesday on SmackDown when they did the taping. They clearly were like, no tassels. And he was like, oh, fuck. And he literally gets the gear that they assign you automatically in a video game when you just create a character. It's like purple top, black pants, knee pads. I don't know. They killed it. it oh, that's a, it's so sad that they didn't. Like, imagine if it's he. It's crazy that they got the Imagine college. if he had as good of a second chapter as Shawn Michaels. Imagine if there was a time. I mean, that will never happen. I, not now. <laughs> I Like, if it happens now. That would be crazy. I, by the that way, fifty-seven years old. He comes back, wins the title. I here's the one thing I am shocked by. He has not made an appearance in TNA. Even TNA wouldn't do anything. Well, no, Ru- the idea that Vince Russo just doesn't know he exists because if Vince <laughs> Russo, fa- yeah, bro, we gotta we gotta do something with this guy. Fucking great, bro. All right, here's my worst thing about Marty Jannetty. I'm gonna read off a Facebook status. Did you see this? No. All right. If you loves me as much as I loves you, you will give me your opinion. Just did DNA two weeks ago. She's not my daughter. We both held out on sex because you don't do that. But now we ain't. From a guy's side, she's fucking hot, but she's been my daughter. I want to too, but I can't get past that. That was a that was a Facebook status he put up a couple weeks ago. Marty I'll read it again. <laughs> if you loves me as much as I All right, loves let's you, bre- let's break this down. What what beverage do you think he's sipping on right now? I'm gonna say he's having. He's he, he's one of those guys that thinks that like doing social media is like a treat to himself. So I think he's having like a sex on the beach, <laughs> or like a, a like a Long Island iced tea out of the mix bottle you get of Long Island iced tea. Yeah, where it's just the flavoring and then vodka. To think that is one thing. To post it to the fan page and asking your fans to be like, you know what? I think you should fuck her, Marty. Continue. It's just insane. Marty, I've never wanted the backstory of something more in my entire life. So either Marty Gennetti, a woman came up to him and was like, I'm your daughter. And he was like, "Mm, not true. But you could be my baby. (laughs) (laughs) He thought it was his daughter. I don't know anything about the whole thing. I just wanted to surprise you with that. Because. (laughs) Surprised. It's really good. And the the Twitter reaction to this is understandable. I like it. It is understandable. Guys. Marty Jannetty is asking social media whether or not I should fuck my daughter. Social media is where ISIS puts beheading videos, and this is far better. 
Mm-ts. And then the response is just a bunch of gifs of just people, what is happening? <laughs> and then a lot of the stuff from Gran Torino where Clint Eastwood is very uncomfortable. Where is... <laughs> who is this daughter? Can we look up Marty Jannetty daughter, please? <laughs> oh, she... It, no, the picture was attached because he wanted you to actually... Oh, no. <laughs> Like, that's a 18-year-old... That's prom. That's a prom photo. <laughs> go back. Go back. That's a prom oh photo. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Marty Jannetty took to the internet to say, is it cool for me to fuck my daughter? Sorry, that was over a month ago. And he doesn't know that the only place you can put that is 4chan to get any sort of positive <laughs> approval. Yeah. Marty Jannetty just doesn't know about Reddit. Otherwise, maybe Marty Jannetty has a very active, weird 4chan <laughs> account that we don't know about. But that's my—that's the worst thing I think is the that Marty Jannetty loves incest porn. He—he <laughs> <laughs> he just saw that stepdaughter, stepdad stuff on the internet. All and right, was like, I take maybe it all back. Gotta... Marty Jannetty deserves everything he fucking gets. He wants to fuck his daughter. You know, he said, "Listen, she's been my daughter, but." We're not. De- we're not. It's not blood. <laughs> it's not blood. Then it's cum. <laughs> <laughs> Smell another T-shirt. <laughs> if it's not it's blood, blood, then it's cum. <laughs> Wear that in public. <laughs> if it's not easy on the eyes, hard on the <laughs> pussy. If it's not, not blood, blood, it's, it's cum. cum. <laughs> we'll just get a. <laughs> maybe we'll just get one shirt covered with upsetting sayings. Maybe that's better. I will make one shirt. That says all of the upsetting things. We, okay, stab me, but make sure it's a clean knife. Good. <laughs> Shut up your fat. Shut up your fat. Easy on the eyes, hard on your pussy. It's not blood, it's cum. If it's not blood, it's cum. <laughs> it's not blood, it's cum. And then what else? Everything means the serial killer means. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's okay. dead, just drive. <laughs> what does that have to do with wrestling? Oh. <laughs> it's just a bunch of upsetting things. All the Hulk Hogan stuff we said? Yeah. Three and a half hours of text on one shirt. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Marty Jannetty, this is a. Oh my god. Okay. The, turns out maybe there were some firings that were just because. <laughs> also. He has Jerry Lee Lewis's attitudes towards <laughs> relationships. Bit of a follow up. I know a girl. Cousins don't count! I know a girl that is adopted who is now engaged to what she grew up knowing as her first cousin. No. And let me tell you, she thinks that's fine. I'm just not friends with her anymore. <laughs> I don't want to explain anything to you. We need to hang out less. Yeah. Not less. At all. We are through. <laughs> we were like, we're actually brothers. <laughs> I can't remember. I was very drunk when this was told to me, so I don't know if this is true. But rumor is her mom said, uh, well, she's adopted, so that's why she's a slut. That's the only fitting way to end a Marty Jannetty episode. <laughs> Marty Jannetty, God bless you. Please, you're the only man I know that uses ancestry.com like Tinder. (laughs) Maybe we'll bring Marty back for uh, old school raw. No, No, we will not. (laughs) 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 All right, so that's it. Marty Jannetty, everybody. Guys. Uh, And next week, we start with the commissioner of the WWF for a bit. The the best. uh, He was the coach. Oh, the coach, yeah. Sean Morley. Valdinus, libertarianism. He fucks. Kai and Ty tried to cut off his dick, but then they didn't, and he fucked a manager they only had so he could fuck them. Choppy, choppy, pee pee, everybody. <laughs> choppy, <laughs> choppy, pee pee, pee pee. Uh, for Dylan Gott, I'm John Hastings. 
I've never been more uncomfortable in my life. Rockers. And now over to my final guest this afternoon, Marty Gennetti, who'll be taking on Shawn Michaels. That's right, Shawn Michaels. I'm back. That's right, I'm back, Shawn Michaels. And there's only one reason. I didn't come back for the money. I didn't come back for the glory. I didn't come back for any championships. I came back for one reason and one reason only. For you, Shawn Michaels, to return the little favor that you did to me. You see, I understand you're hitting the gym real hard. You're pumping the weights. You're running the stairs. You're doing everything you can to get in the best physical athletic condition you can. Well, I tell you what, my man, it isn't going to do you any good when you step inside the squared circle because you can bring all the right tools. You don't know how to use them. It's like bringing a spoon to a fork fight. You're going to get hurt because I'm back, Jack, ready to attack. Let's rock.